I'm going to do a little no hype. Okay, you do your thing. Do I, I get to do what I want? Yeah. Oh my gosh, is this a call? Okay. Hey, this is Kyle from No Hype Beer Reviews, and you're listening to the Bearded Hops Podcast. Hey, pass me a beer. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. Hey, who wants to play Drink the Beer? Right here. <laughs> you win. All right, what do I win? Another beer. Just have a cup of coffee. Bear it is. Coffee? Beer. I'd kill for a beer. <gasps> Cheap beer and a sympathetic ear. Step right up. Right. All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is the Bearded Hops podcast. And let me get this off the screen because I'm still getting used to this. There we go. Hey, there we, there we all are. Uh, I, of course, am Adam. And uh, in the same room, all of us tonight, Chad and Jake. And so it smells hideous. And we can reach out and touch each other. <laughs> Please don't touch to. me. Family Please is don't. all together. Yes. Uh, Chad, do what you normally yeah, do. Yeah. Good evening, everybody. A uh, special guest with us tonight from uh, AfroBeerChick.com is Shalanda. Hi. How are you doing tonight? Great, Great yourself. I'm glad I said your name right. Otherwise, you were not going to respond, right? <laughs> <laughs> not responding. Not. She must have lost connection. <laughs> right. your, your mic isn't working. What's happening? Um... So how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing great. Yeah. How about that? Oh, your, your mic is a- There we go. Sorry. Double, you're fine. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just, you know, I'm clicking. <laughs> Stop touching buttons. What is going on? But it's my job over here. <laughs> All right. Are we, are we really fine. ready this I'm time? fine. Barely, but I'm fine. We're doing fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go about yourself. I'm not here. <laughs> All right. Well, Shalanda, welcome to the show. Thank uh, you. Great to have you here tonight. Um we are excited to get a female perspective on the Ooh. craft beer industry. You are our first, other than Adam's wife, Gina, who's been on the show with us a few times. Rod, Rod J. Beervengers said, cheers, a semicolon, semicolon, exclamation, but then he corrected it in the next one. So, cheers. Rod's going to be on with us next week. I'd like to bear the I was on last week. week. I know. I, I saw that. Yes, I saw you were on there last week. So, we're just... Everybody around. Everybody else go around. Right? <laughs> Were you done, Chad? Uh, well, I think I wasn't so. paying attention, so I have no idea what you. Well, I was said. saying that <laughs> that. Uh... We're excited to have our first female guest on oh, the show. Oh, there we go. Besides my wife. Besides Gina. Besides my wife. Being yeah. on every once in a while, but um, now as we do, as we do. What's everybody drinking? Yep. Let's start with the beer. Since we're all drinking the same thing, we'll let our guests go first. Yes. What are you I drinking? am drinking Maplewood. Oh man. Fat hug. Uh, that's a, I saw that today. Oh, yeah. Yes, I've had that a while ago, but I saw it today at the store. That's a cool can, too. Maplewood's a place we need to hit up. But. Yeah, it's yeah, a really, really nice place. Where, are, okay. where is Maplewood? Since I'm not I believe that is considered to be Avondale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, don't you and Gina know somebody or something? You're going to get like a tour Maplewood. Um, Gina's co-worker's husband's friend. Is a brewer there? It's like 15, <laughs> 15 degrees of Kevin Bacon. I don't know. Um, we are <laughs> drinking uh, Veneration Single Barrel from Three Sheeps okay. Up in Shabbagan. Uh This one was apparently made just for Woodman's, so I don't know. It has uh-huh. zero information on it as far as ABV. 
or Abau or anything like that. So you know, we can we can add this beer to to Untapped. It's on Untapped, but oh, when you is? look I, it I up, say it's it 110 percent ABV. That's it's all Mysterioso. It just says uh, information not available when you look at uh, ABV. Wow. ABV. Yeah. Untapped okay. has failed us once yeah. again. Uh, what are you gonna do? My ta- my taste buds are telling me though that this is more alcoholic than what the, than how they butchered generation. Nah, I think year. I think it's just your brain. Yeah, maybe I, it's I, just a different bottle. I yeah. think it's higher than because they brought it down to ten, right? They took it from I want to say a thirteen, 13 to, down to, to a nine. Yeah, like a that nine, was right around seven. ten. But yeah, this tastes this tastes like it's a little a little um, more potent. So when Chad got here today. Uh, he actually texted me and said, hey, I'm running up to Antioch Liquors. You want to come with me? I get in the truck, and I'm like, we're going to Antioch, what are we going to Antioch Liquors for? He goes, I'm looking for Four loco." Oh. <laughs> He's looking for the Four, four loco. The Four loco hard uh, seltzer they just announced is a 14% ABV hard seltzer. Now, <laughs> now when, I was at, when I was there, I, did, I asked the guy, I said, look, I'm a little he bit. He almost em- left at you. I'm, om- I'm a little embarrassed to ask this. But do you have Four Loco yet? And he's he did kind of chuckle, and uh, it's not out yet. But I'm so curious as to what a 14 percent hard seltzer, hard seltzer, because they all taste like. Did shit they to confirm me. that they'll be getting some? No, he no. said he said they probably won't get any. Won't and, get but, it. but I did read today that because of all the hoopla around it, uh, they've decided to move up the release date. It was supposed to be in first quarter of next year, and now they're doing a fourth quarter this year. So <laughs> ride the hype. Nice winter drink. Yeah, a nice winter drink that's meant for drinking in the hot sun. Yeah. Well, all right. Oh, wow. Well, should we get the... Rod J says guest? Seltzer has officially jumped at the shark. I would agree with you, yes. Rod. Can yeah. we get our guest take on and hard seltzer? Because every day I'm seeing a new article well, about... Why the don't we, no hype is here, too, by the way. Are we jumping why don't in? We, uh, why don't we learn a little bit about all right, her first, all right. and then we can talk oh, hard seltzer. Well, I didn't bring up the story. Will you guys stop arguing? Can we all just get the along? summer of hard seltzer Can we get along here? We're just friends. I'm just going to drink. drink. Yeah, hey, yeah, that's right. That's what I'm about to do, too. Let these two just fight out. <laughs> like an old married couple over here. <laughs> but I want to. No, I want to. It's just, it's like the summer story as far as, you know. I don't it care is. if you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Um, the one you were asking for yesterday. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. Remember that one? Yeah, well, I don't know. I just think it's funny because John Gruden. I have no idea. Yeah, he's I, been on hard knocks, and I just he just cracks me up. Him. Yeah. All right, are we gonna actually do the show? We're just gonna sit here and treat it like we did last night. We're just talking. No, let's do the show. Okay, cool. Go ahead, Chad. <laughs> Tell you your show. I'm just here. Uh, all right, all right. Well, okay. So, Shalanda, just tell us a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. Where where you're from, uh, and then kind of just tell us how you got into craft beer in 2009. Okay, um, I'm from Chicago, and I got into the, my first craft beer was in like 2009. So I was introduced, my first craft beer was Sophie by Bike Island. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. And yeah, so, and that is a really good first time beer because it was not ready for the flavor, the citrus that it gave. I'm like, this is a beer. So from there, it's, it's like, like I started, started tasting, tasting the beer taste. Um, when, when I first started, I only liked the Belgians, didn't like anything else, and then over time, my palate started to change. I started, I wanted to find more other women in beer as well, because I was like, I can't be the only one that actually like beer. So I came across Girls Pan Out, 
And I'm like, hey, you guys have chapters in all these other cities. Do you have one in Chicago? And it was like, no, we don't. So I was able to find, be the founding member of Chicago Girls Hanging Out. Did that for a couple years? Had to step back because at the time my girls were younger. Now they're 19 and 14. I'm freely drinking party. Unlimited. <laughs> so Afro Bear Chick was created two years ago. And it was actually a co-worker of mine was like, hey Shalanda, you have this kick-ass afro. You love beer. You and you like to talk. Why not start your own platform? And that's how it started. Now before you had that Goose Island did you like beer at all? That's what I was going to, I was wondering. I was drinking um, the regular stuff, like the MGDs and the Heineken's before I knew better. The usual, yeah. 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 Heineken's about as bad as it gets. <laughs> the, the skunk beer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I got to say, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed because you got your hair in a in a all wrapped up tonight. I was like, I want to see this afro. Oh my god! <laughs> it doesn't you know do what? It. Okay. When when you see the picture like this, it really doesn't do it justice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're looking for the fro here. So, <laughs> I you know I'm so sorry, guys. No, don't. I got wrapped up. We got a new puppy, so I was trying to get it acclimated oh. to the house. And I'm under this. I look. I don't know if you ever seen the movie The Color Purple, but the character that plays that's the young Sealy. That's uh-huh. how my hair is looking right now. <laughs> okay. All you had to say is, but it's up is like bright ass red. <laughs> all you have to say is you have a puppy, and we're all like, "We get it. Don't yeah, worry about it." Yeah. No, we're all, we're all <laughs> people too. So, I saw the puppy pictures on uh, Twitter. That was cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and you had a, it was like looking at a uh, beer. It was looking at what some half acre or something. Like, hmm, yeah. Nice. See, I was running late, so I didn't get my beer delivered. But she got really excited when she saw the cans. I was like, "Oh, hell, I like you already." Man, we need beer delivery. Beer delivered. How does yeah. that work? It's called Chicago. It's the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the car. Though. I know Benny's does it. I don't think they'll do it up here though. Well, I live in a small town. I live in just outside of Milwaukee, and I can't get beer delivered there because you can walk. That's true. I'm only half a mile or so from my liquor store, so. Hey, I'm actually supposed to come up there on Saturday, too. I'm to Milwaukee. Ah, cool. Where are you going? So the 1840 uh, beer release for nine. Okay. Yeah. That's on Saturday. Nice. Mm-hmm. Now, is this your, well, is the beer gig your a full-time gig for you, or you have another job outside of just your love of beer? Oh, you know, I have a nine to five to pay the bills. No. To pay for the bills. We understand. <laughs> we know. So here's the thing. Okay. My nine to five pays for the kid. The merchandise on my website sponsors my beer habit. There you go. Excellent. Everybody go get something from our website so she can buy more beer. We all understand yeah, and yeah. love that. She's got some cool t shirts. So, and. Wait, I'm going. I'm going to it right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying gonna, to show it. Yeah. But, uh, She's got a shop. T-shirts. Their shop. Glassware, stickers, and you even have a return policy. Wow, you like? Yeah. A, you like a legit store. I want to take care of my customers. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny to me. You even have a return policy. That's amazing. <laughs> is there is there men's sizes? Yes, yeah, there are men's shirts, shirts and men's sizes. sizes. Only for women. Most of the shirts are unisex. 
do you sell is are most of your customers in the Chicago area or are you selling all across oh, less adult even more beer that's great I have been selling not only in North America I have had shirts to go to Canada France Germany no shit you're everywhere yeah now who does your is it do you do the artwork are you an artiste um I have created but I won't say that I'm an artist <laughs> yeah yeah I love the less adulting, more beer. I think that's... Oh, man. Yeah. That's like one of my favorites. Yeah, that's perfect. I keep wanting to click on where on my, on my screen here, but you're controlling it. I'm like, wait, no, I was looking at that. Yeah, you can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry I'll just go to a different window then. You can do that too. <laughs> so you got into beer. Mm-hmm. When did you... Now, you, you have a podcast or you had a podcast? I think you have one, right? No, I don't have a podcast. I was just doing like oh, yeah, sporadic beer reviews every so often on my Twitter account. Gotcha. Gotcha. She's got a pot. Yeah, the podcast director. There's a podcast director. I clicked on I was like, oh, you got a podcast. No, you don't have a podcast. Other podcasts. Oh, no, that's more podcasts that I follow and I, and I add them on as I go. Very nice. Who is doing your photography for, uh, you know, different images and, and design on your website? They're, it's fantastic. Me. Me? That's really well done. <laughs> I like it. Is your new puppy a golden? Yes, he is. Uh, oh, boy. All right. Go ahead, Chad. We'll sit back while you talk about your dogs. <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole show just talking about the dogs. Talk about I, dogs. I have, I, have, <sighs> I have five dogs. Four of them are golden retrievers. Ow. We may need to talk. I have questions. <laughs> this is my first golden retriever. Ah. <laughs> Great dog. And that's yeah. like just got him today, like oh, hours wow. ago. Oh, oh wow. Geez. But just stay away from the water because they'll go right into it. Okay. Thank you for that. And I do live by the beach. Yeah. They will go in the water every chance. Yeah. They get. Our dogs, I mean, they <laughs> see water, they just start salivating, not to drink it. But <laughs> they are all about it. They love swimming. Awesome. So much. Yeah. They're, they're great water dogs. But this isn't a show about dogs. I just I, I saw the picture. I'm like, oh, it's a golden puppy. <laughs> What's his name? Riley. Right. Oh, I had a Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Where sorry, sorry. Guy? We're just uh, sorry. <laughs> I had a, I had a uh, Steve. Cool. Dude. So I'm gonna shut up. I, no, please don't. You run the show. So how uh, <laughs> how is your you know, uh, opinion of the Chicago beer scene changed since uh, 2009. Is there any, any, you know, the number of breweries, any breweries that got a lot bigger that you didn't expect? Um, and I'd also be curious, has it been difficult to grow sort of the, the network of uh, women drinkers in Chicago, or has that been easy to find? Man, the scene since 2009 is... Overwhelming because it seems like every time you turn around, there's a new brewery that's opening up, or there's some in the, in the works that's getting ready to open up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I am surprised that some of the ones after tasting the beer, like they they actually opened up. I am also happy for the ones that probably didn't start off as strong, but over the years, over the last couple of years, they grew because they listened to constructive criticism. And there's maybe a couple that I'm surprised that is still here because they're not necessarily selling, but because they just have the money to back and play 
breweries. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to offend anybody, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. As far as the women, um, they were always around. It's just like now, I think over the last few years, it's more people are starting to take us a little bit more seriously. We still have some work to do, but women beer drinkers have, have been around. It's just, just you know, we just kind of got overlooked because this is always considered to be a man's industry. Yeah, we were just talking the other day about the. I mean, women seem to gravitate more towards wine. Um, well, is that just what we? Is that just a perception? No, that's no, a, that's the stat. That was, stats, a, that was yeah. a stat that was released the other yes, just yesterday. Like twenty, the twenty some odd percent were, were said there were beer women said there were beer drinkers, the rest were men. Yeah, and our and our, our conversation kind of revolved around whether it was because because the beer industry has been more of a a male male thing, well, uh, marketed towards males. Man, it's marketed, marketed towards, towards males. Or it could also yeah. be some of our society is telling women, "Oh, you you should be drinking wine and the men yeah. drink beers and the whiskey or whatever the hell it is." Yeah, go to the cigar room or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. then when we do we get a beer, beer for, for some, some reason, reason we get it. it it's, it's a gimmick. gimmick. It's, it's called, called chick beer, beer or, or bitch beer. beer. Like, yeah. don't use us as a gimmick to sell your beer. Or it's called white. It's called a white claw. There you go. I had to throw it out there. Sorry. Sorry. I know. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's a gimmick. Or the other thing we had talked about is just, um, you know, do, do women want to drink a beer that is misogynistic? Uh, like, what was the one? Panty dropper? Well, you yeah. just oh you tweeted another article yes. today that talked about some names that were uh, revoked, and they were they <laughs> yeah, were awful. In North Carolina, there's a, a a story names. today in North Carolina. The North Carolina Alcohol Bureau um, had shot down a whole bunch of names. What were some of those? You know, uh, one was a polygamy porter, which yeah. is legal in Utah, like the beer and <laughs> the polygamy both are, but North Carolina <laughs> didn't allow it. Um, what were the other ones? Crap, I didn't remember. I can't remember what they were, but anyway. Um, you know, when you when you come across a beer that's something like that, panty dropper uh-huh. or whatever, like oh god, we saw one that was called leg spreader, leg spreader, leg spreader. That was the other oh one. Oh my too. gosh! It's like, really? Yeah. That one could be. That could go either way. I mean, you got gay guys that that might take offense to it too. I don't know, but <laughs> I won't even touch it. Like I won't even give it a time of day. No, yeah. I don't I'm care not, how good it is, or if I heard how good it is, I'm not gonna touch it because we know what. Who they're trying to market to, so I just kind of ignore those those beers. Yeah. yeah, and Rod Rod Jackson makes a good point. By all accounts, women did make beer. If you look back through through history, it was actually the women who discovered beer. And even back in the early day, early days of beer um, over in, in Europe, it was the women at home that were actually brewing the beer. Yeah, um, and then a lot of times when breweries would start up, it was the women who actually taught the men how to brew the beer. So, exactly. absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Funny how men have now forgotten that. Of course we do. Short, 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 And Rod has a polygamy porter at home. So. <laughs> oh, wow. You didn't tell me that when I was on that last week. <laughs> yeah. I've had that porter. It's, they're out of uh, Utah. Yeah. So, that's so. why it's totally fine there. But North Carolina is like, yeah. uh, I think the, like, the no. bureau actually said uh, polygamy is illegal. So, this will not be allowed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, we had we started talking about diversity. I mean, diversity in craft beer has been a huge, a big topic 
really. It has, you know, which is a great thing. Uh, Part of me wonders, does it have to do with uh, the Cheeto in office and all of his divisiveness? Um, Oh, man. But it's about, but I think either way, it's about time that it happened. Uh, It is something that needs to be be talked about. And so I don't know if you guys saw, but today the um, Brewers Association released their diversity report. Yep. And um, if I can find it. Yeah, I got it up here. Um, 88, 88% of brewery owners that were in the survey were, are white. Brewery, uh, brewery owners. Of owners, yeah. Of a non-brewery production roles, 7% are Hispanic, 3.5% are black. There's something else in here, too. Uh, it's but anyway, that, I mean, that's a the, huge uh, 96% disparity. of the owners were male. There, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, 96% yeah. were male. Um, let's see. Seven, let's see. Seven and a, seven and a half percent of brewers are women. The number of female staff jumps to 37% for women in non-production, non-service roles like sales and marketing. So, yeah, the numbers are quite, quite skewed, both on male, female, <coughs> although also in eth- ethnicity as well. It's... Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I think one of the things we we talked about focusing on on season three this year is is the diversity of of beer drinkers. So, I mean, we're we're that's one of the re- reasons we're super excited to have you on tonight and talk about some of this stuff. So, great. What do what do you, you well th- diversity? Go ahead. Is go ahead. in the beer is much needed. Like I just went to Fresh Fest this past weekend, and what. It's so dope about Fresh Fest is that I remember when I first started Apple Beer Chick two years ago, I was looking for breweries that were owned by Black people so I can highlight them and celebrate them. And at the time, it was only six in the nation. When I went to Fresh Fest this past weekend, they had 23 Black-owned breweries. So we're edging up there. But the diversity conversation still needs to be had because I can tell you from my experience that black people are still not taken seriously when it comes in the beer industry. You know, so it's like that we have to constantly push that conversation because we drink beer too. We drink awesome beer. We have plenty of people who like to brew beer, you know, who like to talk about beer. So it has that conversation has constantly been had. Why do why do you think that is? Not, I guess since we were talking about it already, why why do you think that is? You know, the black community it just not felt welcome because when they walk into a brewery, with what they're seeing, or you know, what, what what's your opinion? I'm gonna say even in Chicago, I have walked into a brewery and I have been the only black woman, mm-hmm. and I've gotten stared at. For the most part, I've been, people have been quite welcoming, but there have been times where I wasn't taken seriously or I was told I didn't belong. And my question is, how is that? Why do I not belong? If we're still, if you and I are sitting there at the bar, I'm a black woman and you may be a white male, but we're still drinking the same pale ale. Why do, why do I not belong? If I can break down the beer, the content of the beer better than you can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we totally agree with you. It's it's it, it's really a damn shame. Nobody it's, owns beer. Yeah. How could you say? Exactly. Yeah. 
That's unfortunate. I mean, I, the, the Russians own vodka, but outside of that, nobody owns anything. <laughs> right? Well, and the French have cognac. Ah, that French. Yeah. They just run away. It's a big deal. Um, what, what about women? I mean, why? Uh, actually, let me and ask it a different way. Um, how do you think breweries can start drawing more diverse people in, into their into their breweries? Whether it's it's women, whether it's people of color, or ethnicities, like what changes could be made to make when you go to a, a tap room a more diverse scene? I mean, you know what? Honestly, that's a good question. I'm going to say honestly to start hosting events that is that are pushing diversity. So if you have a brewery that may have an African American brewer, let's highlight that because not many people under not many people know there are black brewers that have brewed the beer that they're drinking. You know, yeah. so like for instance, there was a. There's another blogger here in Chicago called Black and Blue Chicago. She's pushing that whole diversity talk. And what I love about Mickey is the fact that she just did an event at a Lulu. Like, for instance, I'm going to be honest with you. I had no idea that the head brewer at a Lulu in Chicago was Black. Now I know. Mm-hmm. You know, because in Chicago, I'm going to be honest with you, as dope as the city of the yard, we still also kind of segregated still. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. For yeah, sure. I think a lot. I mean, a lot of big cities are that way. You know, it's it's Chicago. Chicago's not alone in having that that same issue. <clears throat> but I mean, it's got to start. Got to start somewhere. And I think, I think that part of this this marketing uh, push to drop some of these names is a is a good start for women. But there's other things uh-huh. that can be done for, for you know the other other you know Hispanics and Blacks and Asians. What you know whoever. They they should be marketing to everybody, not just. My guess is too. You, they, there's probably a fair number of breweries, and I have no data on this, so I could be way off. <laughs> I'm completely Shock pulling you. this out of my ass. Yeah, here we go. Get rid of this one, boys. My guess, yeah, here it comes. Here something. it comes. Hold on, and we're off the air. <laughs> my guess is there's probably a lot of breweries that could still hire more diversity in in yeah. in various positions. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe if that happened, then you would have more people working at the brewery that says, hey, we should host this event. Or, um, hey, we're not really marketing to places to reach, you know, whatever this, you know, women, whatever the audience is that they want to reach. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's probably very um, maybe lazy, maybe just familiar for status quo to just market to people that look like themselves and and think about the experience for those people. Um, But if you have more people in your brewery that are, you know, come from different backgrounds then you're going to start to get some different ideas about how to reach different audiences. So here's the thing is when you hire them, don't put them in the back of the room, put them in the forefront where they can be seen. That's very important. I, I mean, I would say put them everywhere, you know, um, you know, maybe it's a brewer, maybe it's a server, maybe it's somebody in your marketing department, maybe it's somebody that's uh-huh. working on social media. Um, you know, maybe, I mean, I think you're right that it's it's great to have somebody that you can uh, recognize at the door or in the brewery that you see, but I also think it's important that there's somebody that's thinking about how this brewery is putting out their brand and who that brand is reaching. Um, uh-huh. So it's not just seeing the person, but knowing the people behind pushing out the brand. 
And I, and I don't know. My guess is, and maybe those jobs, I, I don't know. Maybe not enough people feel like they want to seek that out. I mean, I, that's, I, I'm surprised somebody, I mean, I obviously, you're right. I mean, Chicago still could be segregated, but I can't, that's crazy that somebody at a brewery is like, you don't belong here. Like, what the hell are you talking well, about? Well, I think when you hear stories like founders, it's yeah. so discouraging. Yeah. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's like and you have somebody who's in a position and who deserves to be moved up, but they have to go through all this crap. So when it hits the fan, you know, founders want to be hands off, like, oh, no, we didn't do it. No, we see you do it. So now I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm bold enough to say for me, have you ever just straight like boycotted or dropped a place because they're clearly not uh, evolving? Founders. Like, I'm never <laughs> going to buy another beer. Yeah. You know, with everything that they have put Tracy through. No, I don't just care so, how much so like CBS. In case people don't know, what happened to Founders? Well, they had a broad word that they were heavily discriminated. Not only did they want to promote him, but they called him derogatory names. They basically blatantly was uh, racist towards him. So if you know, if you come into like the, 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 the black side of the industry, you'll find that people have kind of canceled founders. Like they're not touching it. Yeah. Founders has got some issues all over the place. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't think I've I've bought anything from Founders since that story came out, and and not not solely because of that story, but there's there's just uh, some things with that brewery that are odd in the craft beer world. I think, but yeah. Um, now we have real quick. We have some comments we got to catch up on. Uh, Ralph, much love to Afro Beer Chick. Thank you very much. Hey Ralph. Uh, Rod. Rod loves the topic. He also did add that more diversity opens up more opportunities for education and outreach. Absolutely true. Um, there's the F word the again. F -word. <laughs> oh, founder. I, think it's, yeah, I, like, I mean, we probably said it a lot, but yeah. Um, we try Ralph, to limit ourselves. Ralph, showcasing more diversity in advertising can help, in my opinion. That's absolutely true. And that's something we actually talked about on our live stream last night a little bit. Where we were talking more about women in beer. And I had tweeted yesterday a story about that. Um, and I said, you know, I don't know, could it be that there aren't as many women drinking beer because they don't like the way they're portrayed by beer? You know, it's just complete and utter sex objects. We talked about the yeah. Swedish bikini team back in the day, those advertisements, the Swedish bikini team. You know, like, you know, why would you? You know, why would you want to be a part of that? And then, uh, Rod, the founders have yeah. been done for me for a while now. Yeah, I hear you. That's true. There's a, there's a, there's a, uh, just a real quick story. There's a we talked Sidebar. about this uh, last night too, but this one the one poster that comes to mind this uh, the liquor store up in Door County that I that I buy stuff from. They got this like hallway in the back where it's full of check goes to a liquor store from like 1940. Yeah, <laughs> apparently yes. It's all like all the old school um, chick beer posters with the bikini team and uh, and the one poster that I thought was. I mean, bold for the day, but surprising that they actually did this was PBR had a, a girl in a one piece, one piece swimsuit with the shoulder strap off and her hand was covering her boob. And <laughs> it said, bring me a PBR or something like that. Like, <laughs> that's what? The kind of marketing what does that have to do with that? I know. I know. 
<laughs> but that's but that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that's been going on for I mean decades now because these posters are from the seventies and eighties. Yeah, and, you know, there's a, a brewery in, um, I believe it's the UK, and I can't think of the name of it right now. It's escaping me because I remember tweeting them. They did a gimmicky beer to basically highlight the lack of pay of women in the industry. So, and here's the thing. They still don't pay their female employees the same as they do their males. So I remember tweeting out, say, hey, instead of creating this beer, for your profit, how about you just pay your female employees what they should be paid? So basically, it's like we're used as gimmicks to sell. There, I've seen beer labels where boobs are out, you know, or there's bitch. And the and the in the name of the beer, like stop using us as gimmicks to sell the beer. Either make great beer. And let, and us, let drink us drink it, it or, or keep, keep that, that piss water, water and stop using it. <laughs> well, and I was just going to say, you know, <laughs> Good, excellent way to put that. <laughs> if I were to see that now, would drop mic, we're done. it would kind of, it would kind of irritate me. I would be turned off to that because I'd be like, this is probably just shitty beer. And they think I'm so stupid that if they put any boob on there, I'm going to open it up and drink it. You know, that's exactly what's going on. But right? a lot of men will. I was going to say, well, a lot of men will. So, so that brewery in the UK, they were they were like trying to play both sides. They were trying to have this, yeah, like hey, we support this by putting on this beer, but oh by the way, we're still, you know. Yeah, I wish I could remember the name of the beer right now, and I really can't because I remember tweeting about like hey, just pay your female employees. You don't need to make a, a beer about it. Just do it. Right. You know, if you really care that much about it, just do it. Yeah, they respond. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Uh-uh. They don't like getting called out. Yeah, no, don't, don't call them out. Well, they probably had no idea how to respond. You know, I mean, they get they, they get called out like that. They're like, oh, what the hell do we do with this? Like, we're just going to be quiet and hopefully she goes away. Yeah. Exactly. Let's we, just wait. Which, don't ever over. do that. Don't ever go away. The, <laughs> exactly. the email didn't go through. I don't know what happened. There's no Keep um, pushing. Real quickly, sidebar, we did move on to the Big Bad Baptist Reserve. Uh. And uh, it's very, very coffee. Yeah, Imperial style with coffee, Ooh, cocoa, coffee. Yeah. cocoa nibs, coconut added, and Asian whiskey and rum burls. Mm. Where's my that sounds name? good. 11.6 Abava. Wow. Yeah. I'm keeping it light over here. I'm still in recovery from the weekend. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, tomorrow. No, let, me, let me tell you guys real quick. So I got, so I shared a house. With a with bunch, bunch of people from IG who I did not know before Thursday, okay? Which turned out to be dope. So, so we named our house called the Syndicate. So shout out to my Syndicate friends, which one of them was this uh, beard black man. He's a part of our Syndicate. Shout out. From Thursday to Sunday, we drank. I'm 40 years old. I haven't drank in years. Like a four-day vendor. That so it's like, been, okay, that has been a topic among us three. Well, Adam and I specifically. Jake's not quite to forty, but Gee, yeah, much <laughs> respect though. I mean, yeah, I, but I don't know that I could do that. He's he's not forty, but he acts like it. Um, <laughs> you just can't you just can't go out and and do that. Like the recovery time, you know, you used to wake up and the next day be like, I right, went to McDonald's, I'm good to go. But now it's like 
I'm down for two days. Like I'm done. Yeah. I can't do anything. Well, and we're drinking some high ABV beers tonight, and we're drinking out of these tiny little glasses. We're not. Man, we're and, not and here's drinking. the thing: like, like the, the day, day of the, of the fast, fast, I don't know what, what I was drinking because I just had because I couldn't leave my, my table because so I was vending. So it was like oh. people were just bringing me beer. I can't tell you what I was drinking. I just know it was good, but I was drinking it. No one tapped check-ins for you. I don't know. I'm bad about untapped, even when I'm sober. Yeah, uh, we, we talked about our untaps last night. Um, we are drinking these beers because tomorrow is Chad's birthday. So, oh, happy yeah. birthday! Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah whatever. Thanks, <laughs> I'm old. What the hell? Who cares? I'm closer to death. Big deal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't care much for birthdays anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, more comments here. Ooh, heavy coffee. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, beer check. Gonna hit up your website this weekend in shirt and glass since I had to pull out a fresh vest. Yeah, you hurt your arm, right? Isn't that what happened, Rod? I think. Oh, oh man, I wanted, I wanted to meet him. Um, but also talking about the diversity issue, what do you all think about the popular use of hip hop references despite the shortage of black people as discussed? Man, yeah, let's get on that. Uh, are we hip hop references in the commercials or just on beer? With the beer. So it's like you're using the hip hop community to appeal to a community that's not the black community. So, and I hate to say it, and it's like someone, like one of my Twitter friends made a statement. He said, culture vultures for a profit. You want to put on this image, you want to take out culture. And, and use it for profit, profit but, but you, you don't, don't want to include us. us. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, makes. I think that's absolutely. well articulated. Yeah. And, I, and I think that, uh, unfortunately, that happens a lot more than just beer, mm-hmm. especially in this country. I mean, there's all kinds of accessories and apparel. And I, hold on, shows. hold on, hold on, hold on. My beer dart just went off. I heard a new beer open. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's me. New beer, new beer. Just opening up half acres of Oldham. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. By supporting to the ABC glass. Sweet. Yeah, I I finished off a pack of that. Um, I will have to say hi to my mother in law. My mother in law's out here. Apparently, she liked your glasses. So, (laughs) on your your side, I assume. Oh, thank you. And she also says happy birthday, Chad. Oh, thanks. Uh, Young man. Yeah. Young man. Young man. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, <laughs> uh, Rod. Yeah, Rod broke his wrist. That's why he couldn't go. So yeah. Yeah, yeah Rod. I wanted, I wanted to meet you, you. next I, time. I actually got quite a bit of uh, jealousy going seeing everybody's tweets uh, and instas from from Fresh Fest. So I did. I did actually put it on my calendar. It's in Pittsburgh. That's a drive. I can drive there. It's not a big deal. That's, yeah, I tell you, it's you like six driving. and a half hours. Yeah, that's not bad. And Pittsburgh's a nice. City. Is that all? Six and a half hours? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be eight hours for me. I made it like six. Yeah, see, I can do that. That's what I'm saying. That's how you got to go. Were you driving a Ferrari or something? No, I was driving a Jeep Grand Cherokee. I was pushing it. I had like the little radar thing, like looking down. There's no cops around, doing like 100 miles an hour. She spent extra $100 in gas, but she got there. Actually, no. One second of gas got me to and from. To and from. Wow. Well, well I'm not two and from, but you know, once I get gas, got me back. One there, one back. Okay, I was yeah. gonna say, if you yeah. got you two and from, 
Oh, no. Uh, yeah. All gas station well, no. uses well, <laughs> I think I need to buy a Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, my car is horrible. Yeah. Jeez. Plug for a Cherokee here. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Ralph says we should talk about your driving skills. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, really? Yes, thank you, Ralph. Oh, you're Thank you, Ralph. Okay. Awesome. Since he went there. Okay. <laughs> so keep from... Ordering Ubers all the time, and I was, it was only two of us in the house that actually drove because we were vending. Because I had the SUV, I was the driver. So I drive like a Chicagoan, like, you know, from the west side, the south side. So I, all my syndicate people, did you die, though? You're alive. Right, you're alive. Okay. You walked away from the car, you're fine. Exactly. <laughs> they were happy. They you got the sitting in a trunk. You're alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's it's funny living on the burbs. I drive one way, but as soon as I hit Chicago city limits, that that switch there's flips. A, there's an opening. You gotta take it. You don't. Oh, you don't. You no. Go. You yeah. You just go. You hand over the horn, and middle finger ready. <laughs> that defense of driving. I mean, especially now in Chicago, you have to drive. Like, like it's, it's a, a it's a, a it's a course to keep you getting shot. Because so. <laughs> you just don't know. Bob and weave, Bob and weave. Bob and weave. Like <laughs> let me, let me, you know, put the pedal to the metal and let me just get off the Dan Ryan because I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, you're not even safe on the Dan Ryan anymore. Like that no. used to be like, I'm okay, I'm not downtown, I'm on the Dan, I'm fine. Now it's not you can have somebody coming from the wrong way on the Dan Ryan nowadays, so mm. Yeah. Sounds like you, you got the driving skills of Muhammad Ali here. You <laughs> Man, I would be an awesome getaway driver. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anybody hiring a getaway driver? Anybody? Anybody? We could add that to the site here. You know, under shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put that under shop. Getaway driver. A per mile fee. <laughs> oh man, Rob, I can't believe you put me out there like that. <laughs> uh, getaway Uber. That's getaway Uber. <laughs> and I used to drive for Uber too. I used to drive just like that. Oh, okay. Now tell, tell me about that. Tell me, tell me what driving Uber was like. I mean, I personally, I think I would hate every second of it. Because I, I don't like human beings. But beyond <laughs> that, uh, I mean, you had to see some crazy shit. Man, I've had my window busted. Ugh. I've had to put somebody out on the side of the Dan Ryan. I even told me to get out of my car. I was on taking the Inglewood. I mean, it was interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I had a, a, a buddy who... Did drove Uber down in Atlanta, and he had some very crazy stories <laughs> <laughs> about being propositioned multiple times, and oh people, wow, people puking in his car, people leaving stuff, and he had he said he he had two girls who got in the car drunk, and he usually didn't pick up drunk people, but it was like his last one, and they're going like towards where he lives. So I'm gonna, he's like, I'm just gonna get this done. Whatever they they get done, they get out, they go. He looks in the back seat, their underwear, their purses, and bras are in the back of their seat. And he's like, I didn't notice anybody getting undressed. He's like, when they got out, they had their clothes on. He's like, but in the back seat, I had two pair of underwear, two bras, and a purse. He's like, I don't know what happened. How were they doing? He didn't. He's like, I don't know. 
Like you're not keeping your eye on what's going on behind you. <laughs> Lay some blankets down back there. There you go, Ralph. Ralph admits you're you're right. I'm still alive. Seriously though, the whole Fresh Fresh weekend will be a moment in life I will never forget. That sounds like that was an awesome awesome event. Hopefully yeah, it was. Make it out there. We actually hosted a bottle chair at our Airbnb. <laughs> Did you get your deposit Look. back? <laughs> you know, actually, actually, we did a good, a great job of keeping it clean. We cleaned it up. Um, but we had people coming with coolers. Oh man, we had so much beer. It was ridiculous. I think I saw some pictures of that on Twitter, like the tables, tables, yeah. bottles, and cans everywhere. And that was just a fraction of what we had. So, yeah. It was like. <laughs> Now, are you going to Great American Beer Fest? I am. Man. Yes. Yeah, we're, yeah. Not, we're not going to that one either. <laughs> are you I'm, only, you know, I'm, only, I'm only going because I'm also a freelance, a freelance makeup artist. So a wife of one of the birds there said, hey, look, I need you to come do my makeup for me. She's lady to live here in Chicago. She's like, look, I will pay for your way to get here, and you can get into the fest. I'm like, I'm here. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. I'll do makeup. Well, you, may, you may not look it after I do it, but I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a clown or something. So look like Bozo or something. But That's hey. awesome. That's <laughs> you just can't say no to that. That's a great deal. <laughs> have you uh, have you done these? Uh, I'm looking at another the article on Craft Beer Association. Um, uh, beers Without Beards in New York, and then there's Female Brew Fest in South Florida. You know about those or going to those or... Not yet. I am starting to make my way around to these fests. And my next, outside of Great American Beer, well, you know, GBF this year, I'm planning to go to Wake Fest in February. So I have to pull this one off in February because it's like super close to my kids' birthday. So I don't know. <laughs> What's, uh, what is that one and where is it at? That one is in Miami, Florida. Oh, nice. And that's, that's February 15th. Man, nice. Miami and Florida in uh, February. That's a good time to go. Yes, that's, that's how I really want to Yeah, we got to get the podcast bigger so people start inviting us to these things. <laughs> show up. <laughs> we we did have somebody from the, the Brewery Association on, and it's funny. I think he regretted saying it, but on the podcast, he's like, yeah, well, you know, we, we should be able to get you guys, you know, press media, passes. Press no, yeah, pass. media passes to the Great American Beer Fest, no problem. I'm like, oh, cool, man, cool. And then I go to their, once they announce it, and I go to their site, and I look at what it takes to get media credentials. <laughs> like, we're close yeah, to those requirements. We got, we got a like, ways to go. <laughs> Something like 100,000 clicks on your website per month and 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, all social platforms. And it's like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I wouldn't be there either. I'm not, I'm not close to that either. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless you start, start paying, paying for that type of stuff, but I mean, right. I'm not doing that. So. Right? Yeah. That way, wouldn't either. My wife's already upset. Everything I bought, equipment, <laughs> I'm not paying for clicks. And she's like, "What are you? What is this Russian people you're sending money to in Russia? It's for clicks, babe. What's the big deal? <laughs> They're just bots. Don't They're worry about it. I'm helping them pay for the election and help me out. It's a big deal. <laughs> I love it. Two Trump slams in this episode. Thank so you. Far. Hey, don't worry. I got a lot of them. I got a lot. I'm locked and loaded. <laughs> what does your shirt say? I'm noble. I'm unique. I'm influence. I the. am the hop. <laughs> so, so shout out to Crown of Hops. This is their shirt. Sweet. Very nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I like that shirt. Um, I was trying to see more. 
So are you still a Goose Island fan? Did you have any feelings when they sort of uh, sold? I did. I was like, like, more, like, like how, how dare you do crap like, like that? Right. But right. <laughs> now, well, before we, before we talk about them. Why do you keep stopping me from talking about what I want to talk no, about? No, I'm just wondering. <laughs> man, I'm out of here. No, no, no. It's still Goose Island related. I just want to know because one of her first craft beers was... was uh, uh, yeah. What, what is it? Sophie. 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 Yeah, and she's in Chicago. That's why I was asking her. I know, but what did you drink a lot of Goose Island prior to? And then we can talk about what Jake wants to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I put up with. Uh, I'm, just that kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Answer Jake's question. My name is Chad. Wait, what was Jake's question? You got. Well, I love doing that. Were too. you? <laughs> uh, well, my question was. Were you upset? But I guess to Chad's point, I mean, were you a big? Did you like the Bourbon Counties? Did you get <laughs> now? We admit your question was a good question. I'm, I'm uh, confused. Well, I mean, right we now. could. I guess your point is like, how big of a fan were you to begin Before, with? Before, yes, was so. <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I wasn't to where like I, was, I cried like, oh my god, I can't believe we did this. I think it's more about this is a Chicago thing. You guys are Chicago's oldest brewery. Why did you do this? I mean, they were my first. Go to craft beer. Um, outside of that, I'm gonna be honest with you. It had been years up until let's see, maybe 2016, 2017, no, 2017, that I had started drinking Goose Island again, and that was only around the release of like DCS. Yeah. So every so often, like I, I went to the blog party, had a great time. You know, I, and I still rock with Goose Island. You know, they, I got to still show them that love. I think it's that Chicago nostalgia. Um, their BCS beers, like the props and the midnight oranges, you know, I, I rock with them. You know, and I have some, you have some people that says, no, I'm not touching them because they sold out. That's not me. Yeah, it, it was, we, we read the book. <clears throat> Barrel Age Beer and Selling Out by Josh Noel. We actually had Josh on season two and interviewed him. Um, it was funny after we read that, we were kind of all up in arms after reading that book. About I went through so many emotions reading that book. <laughs> it was. It was actually watching him go through the complete every stage of I grief. Angry, I think you went through it five I times. Tried to make a deal. I, was, <laughs> I cried. Yeah, he was. He was not happy about it. Um, but Are I you, think something we often have said on here, even when we talk to other brewers, and they've said it too, is like you can't blame these guys for taking the payday. Like you know, for these guys who have spent years doing yeah. this, they've they've no, they put were, all their money into it. No, they worked their ass off. I why think, why not I take the what's payday? Is when I when I travel around the country and I see three one two, and people think that they're drinking like Chicago beer, I'm like. Shit, that hasn't been made in well, Chicago in years. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I wouldn't blame them for taking the payday, uh, but they they still try to promote it as a as a Chicago yeah. beer. They're not saying they're the three one two and their <laughs> IPA and the the Green Line Green is line. is not AB InBev. You know, people yeah, don't like know. I wouldn't like I don't blame Lagunitas. Hell, yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I would have sold out too if you would have gave me a billion dollars. That's the other thing too. You look at it now, and you're like, you know what, Goose, you sold out, but seeing what some of these other people sold for, you got they got actually they got a little bit longer. You got thirty <laughs> yeah, right. million dollars. These people getting half a billion. Yeah. 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 Wicked weed. Yeah, got, wicked weed got shitload. Yeah. Back well, in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rod, Rod Jay's asking him, do we get platform beer? If we have any thoughts about them. Uh, uh, latest being bought by Embo. I don't know yeah. that I've had a platform. I haven't. I haven't. No. I, I heard of them. Uh, Are they East Coast? 
No, they are, uh, what was it, Cincinnati? Uh, well, look it's it farther up. east than me, so that's east coast. Well, that's not a coast. <laughs> it's east of Chicago, it's east coast. All right, Indiana's east coast. I'll all right, find out. We, we talked about <laughs> it. No. <laughs> he did not say Indiana's the east coast. No. How many days have you had? <laughs> Driving through Indiana and smelling it, it's not East Coast. It's oh, it's an armpit. I was driving to Pittsburgh. <laughs> They're in Cleveland. Thanks, Rod. Rod J got. Yeah. He beat your your I was close. typing. I said Cincinnati. Yeah, I knew it was Ohio. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> I was in the same state. Yeah. Well. But yeah, that's the first one they bought since Wicked Weed. Yep. But I think I just saw the CBA. That InBev owns a third of? Of the Craft Beer Association? Yeah. Uh, they have their own craft beer. Con- what, they've, what do they call They've that? been purchasing again, too, as well. Have they? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see that. I don't know. I, I my, my whole thought on all the... I, I don't like uh, BA's practices, AB's and pra- practices and stuff. Um the deception that they do, all that stuff. But I, I can't blame the craft beer guy for not. wanting to get the money. I mean, you're yes. a businessman, and you've worked, you've put... <clears throat> we, we all know, we've all looked into opening a brewery before. We know the cost of what it takes, not to mention the, the time and hours you're going to have to give up time. with family and stuff. Like, you come to me and say, hey, I'll give you... I mean, I don't have to be a billion. Give me 10 million. Give me... Five million. I'm out. That's fine. Litter bitches. Yeah, yeah. right. I'll I'll sign your paperwork and then tell me when I can start a new brewery. As long I'm going to go do next. <laughs> as, long as, as, yeah. not, as long as it's if, if they sell out, fine. I have no problem with that. But as long as you're not promoting your product as still being a true craft beer product, I, I just like the transparency. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But what has happened true. with what has happened with Goose and Embev is that Embev realized. They're not doing as good with the three one twos, and they've actually started to bring them back and brewing them in Chicago instead of um, other parts of the country. So Are they? Yeah. Three one two. They said they're bringing three one two back to Chicago, and there's another one they're bringing back to Chicago. I can't remember. Well, that one is. they should, especially. I mean, given the name of the people. Never mind. They screwed it up. Let it stay. We're in fact. Don't bring it back. Forget it. Nah, we good. We good. I still you know, there's some beers that they have that are still pretty good. Yeah. But um, that 312, I can pass on that. Yeah, I mean, the 312, I think I've had it a couple of times. The the one thing that always that kind of surprises me about Goose Island is the way in Chicago they're still completely loved and beloved. Like, people line up for days. Well, they line up for BCS. But people still show up. I mean, their, their tap room's packed. It's not like, like people like are walking away. I think it's just basically, basically that, that Chicago love, like people lined yeah. up for the Cubs, and it's taken like 500 years to win a World Series. You know, that sounds, that sounds it's like a Chicago love. That sounds like a Sox fan right there. Is that you? Do you have a favorite Chicago brewery right now? Hey, I'm, I asked an important question. Half Acre. Half Acre. Damn it. Yeah. Half Acre has been a constant solid. Jake did it to you. I know. In my in my in my rotation, and that so has Maplewood. And So you're saying oh, you, you know can't what? give us one is what you're saying. So here's the thing. When I get asked that question, hey, what's, what's your, your favorite beer or what's your favorite breed in Chicago? That's like asking me which one is my favorite daughter. 
I, it depends on what I'm drinking at the moment. Who has pissed me off the most at that moment? I don't know. Who's the last one to get in trouble? That's the one that's not right, right now. Do you like Revolution? So, I do like Revolution. Actually, it's so funny because yesterday I put out. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. I just put out and said, hey, who wants to let me be a brewer for the day? And Revolution reached out and said, hey, hit us up. So I'm going to hit him up and see if I can be a brewer for the day. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be sick. Very cool. Uh, wow. I'll send you one of our cards yeah, yeah. to give them because I've been trying to get get to do an interview with them forever. They won't call me back. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully uh, somebody's watching. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Revolution's probably... It, it, it is hard when they say, what's your favorite brewery? That's a hard question. Uh, if you say, what's your top three, I can answer that. But if you say, what's your favorite? Yeah, that's a hard question. That's my question, Jake. What's your favorite? I'm asking. Because there's so many. Like, for instance, we just, like, hey, okay. Farm. <laughs> At the Rogers Park, we just had a brewery um, to open called Whiskey Hill. Whiskey Hill is originally out in Westmont. Now, when it was called Mr. Mr. Legends, I kind of stayed away from it. So one day, on my way home, I decided I'm going to stop and give it a try. Man, they have this one beer called S'mores Minutes. It's a stout. And that beer was freaking amazing. <laughs> nice. And it's right down the way home. <laughs> Perfect. Right, no on way, yeah, so. right on the way home. Yeah, that sounds Right, great. so my kids say, hey, mom, where you at? I'm down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Grocery shopping. Uh, What's, no, your, just, what's your favorite beer right now? Do you have like I me mean, right? I, I can't ask you what's your favorite yeah, beer because it, for me it's like right now my favorite is this. Usually it's the one in front of me, but mm-hmm. like what is a, a beer right now that's you're like style? We could go style. I don't care or just beer. Okay, He's my favorite beer. I'm be honest with you, is Hailstorms Coconut Black. Oh, that beer is so freaking good. I haven't had that one either. Oh man, it's so good. Like, they're the reason why I've been chasing like the coconut taste, the coconut and stouts, and I have not really come close to a beer. To, to, they have, I haven't found anyone that comes close to that. I also love Santa Ron. They have one called Carrier or and Contra Pasta. Which what, they brew out of a guile. They're you really broke, good. You broke up just a little bit when you said the brewery name. What was it? Saint Iran. Saint Iran. Okay. Yeah, they brew out of a guile. They're really good. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yep, I've had some of Beguile's beers. They had some good. Well, see, here's the thing. It's not Beguile. They just brew at Beguile. Oh, the brew at Beguile. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a tap room or anything. They just kind of brew at Beguile, and they're really small. But they, they have, have they have some amazing beers, you know. They just kind of overlooked, you know. That's kind of an interesting thing I've seen hap- been happening, or I've heard about happening more lately, is where another somewhat established brewery lets another brewery come in and use their equipment to brew their beer. Like mm-hmm. up in up in Waukegan, Zum Beer, they um, a new a new brewery called Black Lung brews out of Zum Beer, you know. And to me, that's really that's cool. You know, technically in any other industry, you'd be like, well, that's my competition. I'm not going to let you use my stuff. But it's more like a brotherhood, you know, helping them get off the ground, helping them start brewing and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, everybody seems to get along nicely and, you know, you're friends with their competition and 
I'm sure there's some. some but that's the thing. It's like any crafting industry isn't really competition because it's like I've seen brewers for one brewery assist maybe four others. I think right. it's more right. love right. and community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Competition is like not, not the right word. And, uh, bridge up, you know. He went and spent a bunch of time with people he knew in Minnesota, right? Yep. Yeah, before he started his. Before he started his. But what I, what I was saying is like in any other industry. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't happen. You know They'd be mean? like, oh, this is our intellectual property. This right, is you know, proprietary. Like, like, yeah. We can't show you the secret sauce. Like Target ran out of something and their Walmart's name was like, oh, here, <laughs> we'll give you something. Like, no, it's not how that works. You know, <clears throat> yep. let them let rot and die. Wow. That's competition. That's the American way. USA. America. <laughs> I think that's because, like, with, in, this, in, in the crafty industry, you see so many different collabs. Like, you have yeah. Phase 3 that collab with Corridor. You're never going to see MGD collab with anything. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, it's going to taste the same anyway, so it don't have to matter. Wasn't it, <laughs> wasn't it uh, Miller and Bud going to collab on that... Um, that thing before, before the uh, the Super Bowl. Well, what they were, no, what they were doing is they were going to. Do they were a, collab on a beer, but they, they were going to do a joint marketing effort where it was just kind of like a got beer type of national campaign to yeah. sort of buck the trend of um, yeah, people drinking less or people switching more to wine and spirits. Um, but then the Super Bowl came, and, and that's the corn when syrup fiasco corn syrup, corn syrup went. And yeah. Miller's like, "I'm out." Yeah, Miller's like, "Peace." <laughs> yeah. And they pulled right out, and they were having because leading up to that, they had like three or four secret meetings. They were all oh, going to joint pay so for this. They had a marketing firm in there, and then the yeah. whole time Budweiser in the background's going, "Yeah, we'll do it." <laughs> I'm sure, but I'm sure they were AB was so full of themselves that they're like, "Well, we'll rip them, but they'll still do it." <laughs> yeah, or yep. or somebody wasn't talking. I don't know. Internally, all right. I had something else, but now I don't remember what I was going to say. So I guess it doesn't matter. Good, <laughs> glad I said it out loud. Good to know. Have Jeez. you have you been to uh, Mars? Of course. Yeah. What's that? I Mars have, is I really good. I have not been to their. It's probably a couple years old now, but I've not been to that newer location that they have. Is all their they, beers. They have a really dope space. space. Yeah. They're actually getting ready to open up another one in Wake Park. Oh really? No shit. Yeah. I know that. Hmm. Oh, no, I believe that's Milwaukee Avenue in the old Walgreens. They're like yeah. one of those breweries that they never make like my favorite beer, but I feel like I never have a bad beer from them. No, I never get anything bad from them. There you go. Yeah, there's always that's a the good perfect flavor, always solid. Yeah. I'm never, never a drain pour, never disappointed. No, I've never drain poured them. I have drained Mobcraft. Mobcraft, I'm still after you. Oh. <laughs> I've told the story, but I'll tell it again. So you, yeah, Mobcraft, we reach out to them for an interview. This was back in June, and they responded. Literally, I hit send, and literally, probably got an email like less than a minute later. And their their email said, "Thanks for your interest. We're really busy this time of year. Check with us next year." <laughs> next year. So I'm supposed to check with you next June, even though it's the busiest time of your year. Yeah, well, they just send you the same candid response. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Try again next year. Yeah. And next year. And the next year. Yeah, so I've mobcraft. And plus, I haven't really had one beer from them that I've loved. So it's going to be a hard interview. I'd act like I like your beer. That's really good. That was the worst, uh, what, Scotch Ale? Scotch Ale, had. that was the peatiest thing in the world. It was like it a was so foot horrible. dipped in peat flavor. <laughs> I mean, it was. What? Oh, it was, it was 
I bought it because I really like Scotch ales, and I'm like, all right, cool. Well, you really like Scotch, that too. Um, and yeah, you were over, and oh. I cracked it over right when I cracked it open. I'm like, oh no, no, this does not smell good. Took a sip, and I I literally spit it out in the sink, and then made my wife took one, and she almost threw up. And we did, we basically we had like this much out of the bottle. And we just dumped it. No, I went back. I tried. <laughs> you did try. I tried again, and then it I. It was the ABV year after. Was this one worse yeah. than uh, Goose Island? Goose Island's Islay. Islay, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was worse than Islay. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Islay is bad. Uh, have you had that one? No, I haven't. Don't. That's don't. a Scotch ale. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's so bad. I mean, if you like, so it's like it's a hard pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. Are people that like feet, you know, in other ways. So I mean, it's possible. All right, well, <laughs> yes, it's what you're in for. Um, so let's get back on the diversity thing a little bit before we kill this out, uh, because we have we have decided that season three, which we just started, year number two, season episode two of season three, that we're focusing okay. more, we're focusing more on diversity. If you look, if okay. you look back at our seasons one and two, it was the the bearded white guys. That's really what it was. I mean, mm-hmm. We interviewed brewers. We interviewed, um, you oh. know, beard journalists. Oh, guys, beard tubers, bearded, bearded white guys. You you oh, sit down and tweet that a little too close to home. Uh, <laughs> it, it was like some comedians, like you know, all I have oh, all these friends that go to breweries with their little apps and they check in as many beers as they can. It's just a bunch of old. White guys with beards playing Pokemon or for beer, yeah, for beer. Right. Yeah. I'm like, damn it, that was just too real. I have to, I had to stand up. Pokemon for beer. That's a good one. I set the phone down. I walked away. I just stared out a window for a while. My, my cousin, my cousin actually sent that to me on Facebook because <laughs> he knows he knows about the. Podcast. That was real talk. It was too close. Oh my gosh, that's a good one. <laughs> but, we, but we have have decided in season three where we are we are going to focus more on diversity on our podcast. So That's we're trying to book more women who are involved in beer. Um, my wife is very happy about that. My wife loves beer, and she, whenever she goes like to events with coworkers, everybody wants wine. You know, and she's like, I don't want, I want, she'll drink wine, but she's like, I want beer. I want good beer. Mm-hmm. You know, she's here wine. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's come a long way. I mean, it used to be Coors Light and then maybe an IPA and then back to Coors Light, but now she'll drink anything on the table. So, um, but we're really trying to focus on that. It's something that's really needed. And it's, I mean, honestly, it's education for us as well. And, yes. you know, I think I kind of alluded to, I kind of asked the question before, but I'll kind of circle back, you know, well, actually, before I ask what can breweries do, but what can the rest of us do? You know, those of us that are beer lovers and mm-hmm. want to see a more diverse culture within the craft beer culture, what what can we do as individuals or even a group of people to, to help bring more diverse people into the craft beer? I'm going to say it all starts with conversation. The fact that you are willing to have the conversation is the very first step because not everybody's willing to even have the diversity conversation. So because you have a platform to do so and you're open to 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 allowing African-American women and other women and other people of color and other races, it all starts there because now you're highlighting the fact that, hey, we do exist. 
and as someone who is a beautiful white guy, <laughs> you are accepting us into the fold and saying, hey, there's nothing wrong with the, the diversity in this industry. So it all first starts with conversation. So if you know that there are people in your neighborhood or you're, you know, near you who are people of color or whatever race who enjoy beer, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to go out and have a beer with them. You know what I'm saying? Or have a conversation. It all starts there. It's that first step. That's awesome. Yeah. And I actually would love, you know, afterwards, if you, maybe you can shoot me an email or even a DM on Twitter, a list of, of, of black-owned breweries. You know, because I've tried to actually Google it and I really can't find much. <laughs> I'm going to say this. The thing I can tell you is to go to Fresh Fest, the Fresh Fest website. Oh, the website? You'll see a nice, extensive list on there. Sweet. Yeah, like I said, Fresh Fest looks good. I'm really hoping to be able to go next year. I mean, I'm going to tell you, Fresh Fest was amazing because it was like, one big ass family reunion. Everybody was just cousins and we were there partying and it was so much love. It was diverse. You had it. Garrett Oliver said it best in his tweet that I retweeted. And you know, you had some of everybody there. You had people, white people, black people, you know, just everybody there just showing love and there was all positivity. And that's what diversity is about. That's what it should be about. Positivity with everybody. Yeah. And it, it's beer. If we can't bring positivity to beer, what what we fail? I know. You know? I mean, because at the end of the day, when I'm drunk, I don't care what color you are. <laughs> right. <I'm> well, <laughs> if you're refilling my glass, I don't care. <laughs> Anybody that has good beer is Anybody, friends with me. Exactly. Anybody I has good beer, not. we are good friends. Absolutely right. Plus, yeah. what religion they are, male, female, bi- binary, whatever, I, I don't care. Right. Isn't it non-binary? Is it non-binary? Yeah. I, well, non-binary. <laughs> oh, I don't know. All right, I'm kicking you off the show. There you go. All right, mute me, please. He's gone. Leave him. I'm joking. You'll bring him back. There you go. <laughs> 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 oh. Change positions. Now I'm looking at. Yeah, I know they switched. No, I have no con- control over that. So no, I'm all confused. All right. Any other questions, kids? I, I was curious if, if uh, you know, let's say, long week, busy week. Maybe you don't feel like a beer. Is there any other favorite alcoholic beverages you might reach for when you're looking to unwind a little bit? Um, bourbon margaritas. Bourbon margaritas. Ooh. I don't think I've yes. ever had a bourbon margarita. So oh, if you easy. take a bourbon and put it in make and put in your margarita instead of a tequila, mm, it's that amazing. would be awesome. Because I'm not a, I'm not a tequila fan. So. We got time. We got time. <laughs> we could do that after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, okay, so here's the funny part about it. I was not a big bourbon person until, like, the last year or so. It's like, there, if there's a stout that I don't like, I add bourbon to it to see if it's going to amp it up. Or I make a beer cocktail of it before I decide it's a drain pour. Like, I try to work with it, and if it's a drain pour, that means that beer is just horrible Wait, 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 so, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you just, I think you just blew Jake's mind. Hang on a second. You mean I can pour bourbon into my beer? So, Hang on a second. What if I have a beer that I like, but it's like six and a half, seven percent? I pour, <laughs> trying to pump up the ABV. Can I, pump up the, can I pour bourbon uh, into that? <laughs> I don't care. Like I'm gonna pour if I if I if I taste the beer and I feel that it can be amped up. I may even like it as a base. 
And I said, hey, let me put some bourbon in it. Let me try. Like on Jay's, on, on, on Rod, Jay's, I did two shots of bourbon in the beer that I was drinking on his live podcast. That's awesome. I, I have a lot to learn. <laughs> this has been. It's funny that you said, I'm like, why haven't I ever thought of that before? Like, it makes just add so bourbon much. to it. Yeah, just you know, add a, a few, a, a shot or two of bourbon. Okay, like for instance, for four. So, have you guys ever had Dark Lord? Yes. Okay, so Dark Lord is I, I can tell my my palate has changed so much. As far as the stouts, I used to love the super sweet stouts. Now it's like I want them to be kind of mellowed out. Dark Lord is still a little bit too sweet to me, so I'll add two shots of bourbon. And it's freaking this amazing. Is, this is big news. I might just add bourbon to everything. Lager, <laughs> Pilsner, yeah, Saison. Yeah, we should start Farm trying house. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could really make spotted spot cow a legit drink. Yeah, and it's a spotted cow. <laughs> now I have one for a spotted cow. If you do spotted cow. If you do a a, a shot, shot of bourbon, and you do a hint like a shot of uh, ginger beer with a twist of lime, it makes a hell of a beer cocktail. Mm. Yeah, we're all just you're blowing <laughs> Chad, our minds here. Like, Chad, Chad's looking at me across the table like, <laughs> Chad, give me a minute. What the hell are we doing? You got that old spot of cow. Maybe maybe that'd make Dude, it. Dude, that spot of cow is like old. <laughs> It's still in my fridge. <laughs> uh, just throwing ah! it for shot. Might, might need to put a shot in there to sterilize it. <laughs> oh, wait, what happened? Where'd she go? Oh, no. I didn't do anything. I didn't click anything. She's disappeared. All right. La- my last. Is this seltzer really here to stay? Hold on. She's not even here. Oh. <laughs> we got Houdini'd. Yeah, we got ghosted. She'll come back. We probably deserve that. There she goes. Sorry, but I don't know what happened. Man, like, <laughs> we, just, we just got ghosted live. That was crazy. Man, I don't know. I call myself turning off my do not disturb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was your question? I was just circling back to uh, what we started with on the show. Like next summer, is this is this hard seltzer going to last? Is this, uh, Probably not. Are, are I think you, it's just another gimmick thing. It's just a fad, right? I mean, because this is not the first time I've heard. For a logo to come and go, I think this is the gimmick. I, I, I definitely think for a logo is a gimmick, and I'll be surprised if that lasts long on the shelves. But everybody's like gearing up to produce their own now. Yeah, big I mean, guys, little Miller, guys. Yeah, everybody's everybody producing is. a seltzer right now. It's kind of kind of nuts. The guy, the guy at the liquor store today said. What he he kind of scoffed at everybody gearing up to make seltzer. He's like, "Yeah, go ahead and make the seltzer. It's not going to be a thing next year, and you're going to be like, shit. I put all this money into making a seltzer, and nobody wants it now." He, he even went so far as to say, "Yeah, your brewery's probably in trouble." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Your brewery's in trouble if you dive in on seltzer." Yeah, you're going. Uh, yeah, it's something that should not be touched. I mean, I get that breweries tend to jump on trends because, I mean, let's face it, that's the reason why we have such amazing craft beer because Absolutely, yeah. a lot of breweries have gone along with the trends, but some trends, it's like, don't, don't just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely, I mean, I have, I think I have some White Claw and Truly in, in, the, uh, in the garage fridge. I bought some Henry's just to try it a few weeks ago. No, speaking of adding stuff, could could you add vodka to truly? 
Why not? I mean, make it make it a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Can I add bourbon? I mean, you can add whatever you want to. I mean, bourbon, bourbon makes everything. Awesome. I don't, I don't think it's it. a. Preach I don't think right there. I don't think that's, bourbon makes everything better. I don't think can I as. Well. I mean, I'm even tempted to add a shot of bourbon to this bowl I'm drinking. Man, it yeah. Awesome. I had a headache and I just rubbed bourbon on my head and it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's an essential oil, right? It's an essential oil. <laughs> it's like, like CBD. Uh, Ralph's asking, what would you say is the most underrated beer style? Underrated? Underrated. Oh, man. Maybe the least made of brown ale? <laughs> yeah, they're not very common. Nobody ever makes craft craft yeah, There's some good ones. Too. They, can, they can be Bridge good. Bridge Up does a good brown ale. 42-pound <laughs> brown. Oh, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Like, I, I can't, I don't know. I don't know. I They're hard to get right, to, to have yeah. one that tastes really good. They're well, there's a reason why everybody makes an IPA, and it's so, it is, obviously it's so popular, but it's hella easy. It's a moneymaker. And there's a lot of tolerance. Yeah, it's a moneymaker. Exactly. A, there's a lot of tolerance in IPAs. If you don't quite get it the way you wanted it, it's still going to be good. Yeah. Nope. Unless you're just doing like... Rod saying the seltzer seltzer has sold well over the last two years, but we know it's just repackaged Zima. Zima. <laughs> <laughs> they they did bring Zima. Where's my Skittles? Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Skittles with Zima. Where's my Skittles? Yeah, I put that Skittles and Zima. Yeah. <laughs> or she put Skittles and vodka. It's even better. What what I'm getting out of this conversation so far is you just start mixing shit and it's all better. That's what I'm getting. It <laughs> you just gotta be what the, you gotta be. And the point you is, you just be, gotta be inclusive. Look to the alcohol. Talking about diversity. You have, yeah. right. experiment. <laughs> you have got to, and, and that's why a lot of my beer. I think actually I'm gonna start on my website. If you know, there's a beer I don't keep from her because I said beer. I can't just post on my website. Say, give it, give this a shot. Yeah, that's. I'm definitely going to give it a shot in everything. Of bourbon. Yes. <laughs> a shot of bourbon. I don't think there's enough breweries with barrel-age programs making good barley wines. That's my, it's, I think that's, that's my favorite. I think that's there's a little bit underrated. I, I think that when you find a good barley wine, because I'll, I'll go into like a Antioch Liquors type place, a good liquor store in general. And still, how many barley wines do you really have to pick from? And of Two those, yeah. yeah, and of those, probably one of them is not good. Yep. Right, so you know, my favorite barley one. Hold on, I'm gonna give you guys. I'm gonna show you guys. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, barley wine. Barley wine, definitely. Barrel aged barley wines to me. Yeah, barley, barley wine by itself is good, but barrel aged barley wine. Barrel aged barley wine. Yeah, there's something about barley so, wine I just love. Yeah. We okay. all know Floyd is, is good for the super hot beer. Yep. But they have one call. It's the body one. Pillars of Beats. Mm-hmm. And this damn body one is so good. Pillar what, of Beats. What kind of, what is it? What style? It's a barley this wine. This is a barley wine. Oh, it's a barley, barley wine. Yeah, it's a barley wine. Yeah. And it's a barrel of barley it wine. It is right? so good. So much so. This is probably like my first time I paid $30 for this damn bottle. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need you to ship that up here. We're going to take some I was going to say, we need to make, we'll, we'll send it back. Don't no, worry. no, no. Just, uh, just yeah. take a road trip up to yeah. Northside here and we'll sure. and yeah. share, and share Listen, it with us. It, but the, we'll meet you in Evanston. That's that. We'll meet at <laughs> Starbucks and just start pouring our beer at a Starbucks. I'm pretty sure we'll be up here in 15 minutes. I live across the street from Evanston. Yeah. Oh, well, then you got to travel a little farther. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll meet you in Deerfield. How about that? Something Lincolnshire. <laughs> awesome. That's a great suggestion. I will. Yeah. All right. Three three floods is another one that's on my shit list though. So Yeah. Yeah, but I mean you really? they, Why? They were assholes too when we reached out. So. Wait, 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 let me tell you something. In all fairness, three floods, you're not about to get any of That's just how they roll. It's like yeah, you oh, yeah, gotta, they're one of the ones they just you have to accept. Yep. Yeah. We but were told that a few times. Have you, you seen know, the like, okay. facility? That, like, I saw pictures of the Have you been there? That big glass one? Yes. Is, that's is it amazing? It's sexy in there. Yeah. <laughs> it looks awesome. <laughs> when, when I, Jake, Jake's my neighbor, lives across the street. When I first moved into this neighborhood, uh, a guy a couple houses down was all into zombie dust. And I, I had never even heard of zombie hey, dust. Gumball head. But zombie dust was the yeah, one the that you could was, not yeah. get anywhere. You had to go into the liquor store and like whisper to the owner, yo, you got any zombie dust? You know, yeah, and if he had some, he'd pull it out. He'd pull it out from under the counter and be like, here we go. Here you go. If he liked you, he'd give you some. Now we were at Antioch Liquors today, and they had, had like five cases yep. high full of zombies. They, they've everywhere. cranked up their production so much. Well, so. I went to the Cubs game this summer, and you could get 16-ounce cans of Gumball Head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rajay, what do you all think of the craft-barreled spirits? For instance, I have a bourbon-barreled-aged gin. That is solid. Bourbon-barreled-aged yeah. yeah. gin. I, I say send that to me. Right. <laughs> Let me try that for myself. Yeah, we're gonna I, have I can't to really say. Yeah, for for pure uh, research purposes, Science. we can't speak to that. I think Science. we should send it and let us check that out for well, you. We've had, I've had the the Jameson uh, cask series. They're they have the stout, IPA one, the IPA one, and the yep. Um, those are really good. I I really enjoyed those. I don't, I don't think I've had enough to say. Yeah, there are. I mean, there are. Some craft breweries that have branched out into craft distilling. Yep. Two brothers, two brothers does craft distilling, and they do coffee. So yeah, yeah, which is pretty good. I have something great. Yeah. So yeah. What What would you say? We can begin to do the last question. What would you say is the most overrated beer? Craft beer or? Yeah, because we're not. You can't seriously say Miller Lite, okay? Nobody yeah. cares. Okay. Well, Jesus. I just want to clarify here. We're not going <laughs> to. Overrated? Yeah, that everybody's like screaming about, but you're like, I've yeah. got two of them right off the top of my head. Go for it, Chad. KBS and CBS. Ooh, oh my, you just took mine. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I should have <laughs> your answer first. You're Which one guest. were you going to say? Both of them? CBS, KBS? I, I was going to say BCS, the base, the base, just the regular one. It's, oh, the uh, base BCS. Yeah, yeah. 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 I still think that's solid. Well, I, don't know. I think it's more worth my money than I, I was very disappointed uh, by KBS and CBS. Yep, CB. Uh, you can still get KBS in the stores. BCS, <laughs> I, I felt like. What was weird about BCS this year? I was having trouble finding the base, but I found the variants. But I still thought it was all quality for the price. Um, <clears throat> Rod, Rod must be giving you a, a birthday present, Chad, because he says something nobody oh. ever says. Yeah, it's correct. Oh, well, yeah, thanks, Rod. Overrated. My, you my know, new buddy. You know, <laughs> something that I think is overrated is all everybody that's trying to get uh, those Pliny the Elder. Oh, yeah, there's a bottle right there behind you. I, I mean, I don't think it's bad, but I just don't. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's probably, it's probably Adam's, Adam's, you had it out there? Or no? Several times, yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that's more about the experience of being there, not necessarily drinking a bottle, because it just tastes like her. Or finding it. Yeah. Yeah, the hunt for it. Well, it's a, a, it's a scarcity a thing. The thing with CBS and, and KBS was 
you had to go get it on launch or shortly after, otherwise you weren't going to get it that year. Yep. You know, and then same with Pliny the Elder. You're in California, in San Francisco area, you're going to try and go get that because you're not going to get it really many places else. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would almost say New Glarus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? I think Spotted we, we We just had so this conversation boring. on our live stream last night, um, and I had texted chat about this on Monday. We had a text conversation about this. Is that I don't get how New Glarus has blown up so big, only selling in the state of Wisconsin. There was a there was a, a website that said they were rated five in the world, top ten. Right? They were number five. They were number five. Yeah, and out of, of the, the top, top 10. ten breweries in the world, and they only sell in Wisconsin. So how the hell does that happen? And my other point was, there's not a beer of theirs that I can think of where I I have to have that. You know what I mean? Like. Like Revolution, Revolution Death Star, and um, Straight Jacket. I mean, I'm getting that. I will. I will go. We've done it. We've gone liquor store to liquor store to liquor store to try to find those beers. But I can't think of anything in New Glarus where I'm like, I gotta hunt this down. And I gotta have it. Let me say that's because it's about exclusivity. Basically, it's like the thrill of the chase. Yeah, you know, the beer, beer may not, not be as we may not think the beer may be is great, but because, because it's for, for some, some people, people it's because it's only sold in one area, it's like the thrill. Oh, we gotta have it. Yeah, it's, it's like beer, you know, at one point, right? Like zombie dogs at one point, yeah. where you can only get it at a certain point. Like even Goose Island, the BCS, people we stand in lines for it. Yep. Now when we get the base beer, it's like um. We could have done without this. Just give me the prop and the other variant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I had a friend a couple weeks ago. There was an aviation show up in Oshkosh, and he came up from Illinois. He brought home, he bought eight cases of Spotted Cow to take home. And I just, I'm like, eight cases? <laughs> How is he doing with that much Spotted Cow? Well, he's probably giving it to his friends and buddies uh. back down in Illinois, but. That's the thing. I mean, they come up there, and you can only get it in Wisconsin. And when you're up there, you buy it and bring it home. It's 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 okay. It's not great beer. Mm-hmm. Did you say what yours was? You said you said KBS, right? I, well, I said Pliny the Elder. Oh, you said Pliny. Yeah, yeah that's probably true. Uh, I just think yeah. it's a little too. Uh, I still kind of think, as far as a cheaper for me sessionable beer, um, somewhat. Maybe underrated, but old is Yingling. I still like finding Yingling. I like Yingling's good. I do like Yingling. You can get the, you, Yingling's in Indiana, right? It just hasn't come. It hasn't come Illinois. to Illinois yet. Yeah, yeah. Yingling's yeah. Good. that's an easy drinker. So, Rod, the answer to your question for me is. Well, the read same. the question first. Oh, uh, I have, we are a podcast. This is going the Rod, audio stuff. Oh yeah, audio. Yeah, Rod asks. Uh, I have never stood. <laughs> well, he says I've never stood in line for a beer. The question is, do you guys often do that? The answer for me is uh, <laughs> same as you. I've never stood in line for for a beer. <laughs> I did. Jake's done it for about well, probably that first year. I was super into it. Yeah. I was. I did a lot of line standing, and there was one time, <laughs> your CBS, uh, yeah. where I, <laughs> I so I really thought that the 2017 Canadian Breakfast Style was fantastic, and it was the last year. You'll know it because it's the last year that they had the uh, Mountie, the Mountie on yep. the on the bottle. Um, and one of our local uh, craft beer stores got one case of it. So they got 12 bottles. 
And it's like my kid's birthday party that morning that's starting at like 11. The store opens at 9. I go get in line at like 7.30. It's like freezing rain, you know, just good old Chicago that weather. Was, that was a shitty day, yeah. Shitty day. I get there, and the line, it doesn't look too bad. I'm like, I'm going to be near the back, but it's only one case, so you know they only got 12 bottles. Mm-hmm. I get in line. Well, there's there's fucking people that have been waiting in their cars that people were <laughs> holding their spot with a chair, and they come out. This one dude, like... Well, I don't know. Anyways, I ended up being number 13, and I just was fucking pissed. <laughs> you got nothing. That is the last time I've stood, I stood in line. <laughs> now, how much have you stood in line? I have stood in line um, for Black Friday through the Siren, and then yeah. the day of Black Friday, and then we stood the following week, and they so happened to see uh, KBS is coming out, and we were able to get a bottle. Now, I do find that, yeah, that was 2017, that I do find that uh, it was better on draft than it was in a bottle that year. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, and they've they've overmade their product now. I mean, you can you can get KBS and CBS. Right. You can get I mean, Antioch had KBS. KBS today, and there's a store up by me that still has 2018 CBS available. Yeah. Oh, wow. Too bad I won't be buying it. Yeah. I know, right? I have thought about standing in line at Revolution now that they do their release. For their barley wines, I would, I, I've been I would consider to, it. I really like their variants. I Chad, you came out. down last year to go to, to Revolution to stand in line. Yeah, and we got a snowstorm. We're like, nah. We were and looking we saw at their... The Twitter and Instagram, we saw everybody standing out line at yep. Rev freezing their asses off. We're just like, I'm not going. It's nice and warm here. We have beer. It's, <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> but I think what you said, I think it was uh, with Lakefront. We were doing the interview with Lakefront. Yep. And you said your philosophy on it is, is it'll come around and yeah. I'll get it at some point. Yeah, at some point, somebody will have a bottle of it and well, I'll get to try it. Well, I'm just not going to worry. I just came to peace with the idea that even if you miss something, there's always something else coming. Yep. It's it's fine. Yep. Rod, oh. Rod, I would agree with you. Yes. I, I found Highlight overrated when I finally got it. Yep, everybody. It was yes. last year. I think I even did a good one. You did a, did review, a on review on it. it. That was one. Everyone's like, oh, Highlight, Highlight. And I finally got it. I was like, really? What? What are we all happy about? I still don't understand what goes on with the Cigar City Brewing. Mm -hmm. It's all contract, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, Cigar City is a brewery, but they contract brew for like Oscar Blues. Um, They're doing. You're talking about they were contract brewing. They were having that contract brewed in other places, but they brought it all back in house, I thought. Well, Highlight's back in house now, yeah. But they were brewing it. It got real easy to get, but I don't think they were making it. They were making it in Tampa, they were making it in Lakeland. uh, there's one other location, I think maybe in Texas it was being made. Oh, Texas. So Good old Texas. Yeah. All right, kids. Are we done? All right. All right. Okay. Well, it's 10 o'clock. My yeah, we always, is empty. We always want to be respectful oh, wow. of our guests' time, and it's uh, 10 o'clock. So. Well, thank you so much, Shalanda. Really thank you guys for having me. I do want to tell, I do want to tell you that I during this podcast, I did buy you some beer. I bought a T-shirt, so... I bought you some beer. I bought you some beer. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for hanging with us. Thank you for for talking diversity, talking beer, Chicago beer. It was awesome. Um, Awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, hang out with us here one second. We're going to do the outro, and then we'll we'll chat. Yeah, hang out for us. uh, Okay. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. And we're always going to hang out. I love your outro.